Welcome back to another edition of All in the Library, where two librarians talk books with authors. So I am Leslie Nicholson, a middle school librarian with my co-host, Debbie Sewell, and I'm a high school librarian. And we are so excited today to have Tanya Duncan Ellis with us. Welcome, Yay. Tanya. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're so glad to have you. And I wanted to look at talking to you. We love the fact that you are right here in our hometown, that you are uh, a Houstonite. So before we get into the books, tell us a little bit about you being here. What a lot of people are transplants to Houston. Are you a native? Um, I moved to Houston about 16 years ago. So I was born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky, but I kind of feel like Houston is my home now. I've lived here so many years and my books focus on Houston. I see them kind of Mm -hmm. as a love letter to the city because they talk a lot about things going on in the community. Yes, I love the mutton bustin' in the one book for the Houston Rodeo, which is a big thing in in our city. And if yes. our listeners don't know what mutton busting is, yeah. you have got to Google it and find out because yes. it's amazing watching little children ride sheep. <laughs> yes. With helmets on their heads, with protective helmets. That's yes, true. That, and pads that, even, I believe. They have pads. It's, it's awesome. And I love it when the little girls get off and you're like, yeah, it's a girl. You got it, girl. Go for it. Um, But we are very excited that we get to have things that we can read and our kids can read and and recognize facts that they know and things they know about Houston. And then that others get to hear about our wonderful diverse city and everything that we have to offer here um, in our amazing hometown. And, you know, we are the fourth largest city in the United States. I mean, it's people need to, you know, our stories need to be told. There's so many stories that we have. From our area so many different walks of life right and how you oh go ahead houston is also one of the most diverse cities in the united states that's why so, I love it. yeah that's what i love about living here yeah you think new york's got it but man you come here sorry new york us, um, love you. yeah tell us how you got started with the soapy washington series absolutely Well, I worked as a journalist for years and I I wrote for 10 years for a Houston area magazine called Sugarland Magazine. And they also had um, editions in Sci-Fair and some other communities. So I wrote for them for 10 years. And then when I would read with my kids, I noticed a lack of diversity in the books we'd read. Mm -hmm. I used to read to them every night, different chapter book series. And they, my little son, my two oldest kids, I have three, he didn't like reading at all. And he didn't relate to a lot of the chapter books that I would share with them at story time. And I said, you know what? I could write something that would be relatable that they, they'd be interested in. And it was kind of like just a fun thing for me to write the Sophie Washington series, the first book in the series. I had always wanted to write a book and this was just kind of a fun thing to do. <laughs> and then I shared it with their librarian at their school. And she said, well, you really have something here because this is an African-American family, but it's not a trauma story. And it's kind of like a normal family scenario. And she said, it kind of fills a niche. And she had a visit for me, an author visit at her school, at my kid's school. And then they recommended me to some other schools and it started catching on. That is wonderful. And you have what, 13 of them? 
Right, I have 13 books in the series because after I wrote the first two in the series, I also started going to lots of community events here in Houston. And because of the large size of our city, I met a lot of librarians and teachers who started championing my series and putting them on social media. So that's how my sales grew. And I've actually sold over 150,000 books independently publishing um, these books. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. I really love the illustrations and the artwork. Tell us about that. Well, that came about um, through a relationship I have with a good friend who had produced a comic book series and they used my illustrator for their series. He's based in India. So I've never spoken to him or never met him in person. And I kind of was afraid to use him. But once I got some of the drawings back, I said, these are phenomenal. And so I email him what I want. I'll give him descriptions and clip art. And then he uses that to make the actual illustrations. That is so interesting. You know, my daughter had some kind of uh, uh, help in India making her website, which I thought was really oh. interesting. She never met and it was fantastic. I was right. love. Yeah, I love him. He's It's been a great relationship. I've heard that most authors, a lot of the times, especially when you get into more of your picture books, they never meet the illustrators. And that always was like so surprising to me because you're like, I have a vision in my head of what this is, but then the illustrator may read and decide it's completely different. It's so, it, it's so crazy to me, but it works. Right. And actually this, because I self-published this Sophie Washington series, I had complete control in this project, but I'm actually contracted for a picture book with a, a big five publisher that's soon to be announced. And Fantastic. that was, you know, it was where I wrote the words and then the illustrator is doing her part and I haven't seen those yet. So I'll see those when it's closer to time for actual publication. Can you tell us more about that book? Well, um, it's based on an area here in our community. And so, um, and what happened is that a year ago, I secured a literary agent because I just decided that as the series has grown, I said, I want to get my own larger book deal. I want my books in all the bookstores in America. Because mm -hmm. what happened is with Sophie Washington, I have to go in individually to different Barnes and Noble stores and different bookstores to get my book shelved. And with this many books, it just became overwhelming for me. And I said, and I just tried to get an agent and I was fortunate enough to um, be picked up by my agent, Sarah Megabo from KT Literary. Mm -hmm. And we shopped some books around. So it's, it's kind of, it's a long process because she took me on with a middle grade manuscript and that one was rejected. But in the meantime, I wrote a picture book. I got inspired when I visited an area here in Houston. I can't tell you all the details yet. No but worries. I, that's I okay. And I wrote the picture book and it sold within a couple of months. So that was wonderful. And so I've been working on that. I've completed all the editing and the big five publisher will have it out next year in 2024. Congratulations. Oh, exciting. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Well. So here's a question for you. So tell me about how many kids you have. I have three kids. They are, my daughter just graduated from Spelman College in Atlanta. Oh, I have a son at Morehouse College and a younger son who's a high school senior. So was Sophie based on your daughter or anything 
I love it. Tell us about yes, it. Yes, her name is actually Sophia, and um, it is based on Sophie has a little brother. So he, her little brother Cole is kind of a combination of things that my two sons do. The things they do are fictional, but they are based on the things that happened to my kids when they were in that tween age range. I love the dynamics that you create between uh, Sophie and her little brother, because, you know, they're always bickering, but then um, they both have hearts of gold. And so it just shows that, uh, especially when he brought made his own homemade spelling bee trophy, that was just oh. so sweet. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, and actually my three kids all were in spelling bees when they were smaller and I was a judge in a spelling bee. So that was kind of my inspiration and seeing movies like Aquila and B and things like that inspired me to write that book. So do you have another Sophie Washington book coming out? Actually, the latest Sophie Washington is Sophie Washington Treasure Beach, and they are visiting their grandmother in Corpus Christi for a week. And that may be the last book in the series, because since I have an agent, I've been working on some other projects. So that may be the last Sophie Washington book. So if you have a copy, you better hold on to that. (laughs) Okay. The last one. I love that. And one thing I'm noticing, um, and this is off of your website, that tell me a little about what Sophie's Club is. Okay. Sophie's Club is my email list for um, people interested in my upcoming books and different things going on with the series. I have giveaways. I do. um, I show events that I've gone to or when I'm going to different cities because I've actually been able to meet some of my little Sophie fans when I've gone to different cities, when they see updates and things that's going on. So that's just people who want to learn more about my books and things going on with the series. Well, I, I also that. had a Sophie's Ambassadors group. So I offer opportunities for kids to get prizes and different things to be a Sophie Washington ambassador. See, that's, that's what I was, I was telling uh, Debbie before we, we got to talk to you. I love it when kids can be interactive with the book with the author and and be able to kind of find ways to get that out there and 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 connection that connection i think it's fantastic that you do that yeah i enjoy it and i'm sad that some of my sweet little fans i had for years now they're in sixth and seventh grade and they've kind of outgrown sophie because some of them one group they read the whole series they would dress up as you know and act out different scenes and send me pictures so it was so sweet and now they're they're moved on to high school now so i've got to get my new crop in <laughs> well i know that you are part of a writing group and uh, i apologize i can never remember the scbwi can you, you remind me what it is <laughs> what do they stand this- for You got it right. It's Society for Children's Books, Writers, and Illustrators. And it's a phenomenal group for children's authors to make connections with other writers in the industry, learn about writing craft. And I've just learned so much and made so many connections for my participation. And actually, they have something called the book that's available. It's like a reference guide mm-hmm. available to all members. And that's how I found my agent. I got the book and it has a list of all the agents and I just queried all of them. And it tells you how to write a query letter, what to do, you know, how to publish if you want to self-publish. It has all this information. 
So I recommend that any author or any aspiring author definitely join this group, a children's author. It's, it's for children's authors. So is there a, is there a conference coming up? Yeah, there's a Houston chapter. And actually, the conference is next weekend from the 10th through the 12th in New York City. And I'm actually going to be a speaker there talking about uh, marketing for authors. So I'll be doing two intensive sessions for authors on social media marketing and making your own marketing plan. Oh, that's I, congratulations. I was, that's amazing. Thank I you. would. I was like, I'm going to be, I actually am going to be in New York and I leave oh. on the 10th. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing to get to go in and see or talk or, you know, <laughs> any of that just to be, for us to be around authors. It's like being around, you know, your Tom Cruises and your Brad Pitts and your Angelina Jolie's, all of the amazing people. That's what it's like for us, right? These are our heroes and the people that, you know, get our blood pumping when we're reading these books and just amazed at what you could create. And right. So and I feel the same way. I'm a book lover myself. So <laughs> I always fangirl, you know, and you know, here in Houston with all our bookstores and things, I love to go to different events when my favorite authors come and, and geek out with all the authors. So I feel <laughs> yes. exactly the same way. Yeah. I love the two, um, you know, we have the murder by the book and then Willow book. So we have some indie, um, bookstores, which is really nice to have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What um books inspired you as maybe a child and then now as an adult to be a writer? Okay. Well, growing up, I loved books by Judy Bloom, um, The Little House on the Prairie series, and mm -hmm. Dating Myself. And really mainly realistic fiction books were my favorites. I also loved Roll of Thunder, Hear, Hear My Cry mm -hmm. by Milky Taylor. And, but most of my, I did read fantasy books. I read books about the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh yes. And things like that, but they kind of scared me. I have a very vivid imagination. And nowadays I love books by um, Janae Marks from the uh -huh. desk of Boy Washington. Yeah. She has um, another book, A Soft Place to Land and the new um, companion book to Zoe come, it may just have been out. I love books by Kelly Starling Lyons. She has the Jada Jones series, and that's a character a little bit younger than mine. Yeah. Kind of similar. And I, I just love middle grade. So I continuously am reading in that genre. I read some YA too, but I try to read one middle grade book a week to keep myself up to date in what's going on in the genre too. And I read lots of picture books since I've started writing those. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got to read. So you definitely lots of reading to be able to write it and understand what they're what's going on out there and what people are wanting to know about but I agree with you on the um the realistic fiction I think was what was available to us in the 80s that was what the biggest stuff was and like we were I was just reading an interview matter of fact with Judy Bloom and she the are you there god it's me Margaret that's coming out she right. thinks she th thinks that it's better than her book that's amazing oh, okay. from wow. Judy Bloom. But you and know, that's she, coming out, I think, next month, isn't it? Yeah, I it's it, it's it. coming out pretty quickly. And and uh I just I'm just blown away. I'm, she held those so tight to her vest, she didn't want to um let them out, but before she passes, you know, she's getting at that that age, before she passes, she wanted to make sure that she could see some of them. And so mm. I'm just gonna be, you know, that's that was our lives, you know, that's all we knew. And I, you know, now, as you, you know, as an adult and I look back on it, yeah, that had to be 
um, you know, as a younger, as a younger girl, and you can't find those people when you can't find them to identify with. I totally understand what you're saying about your son. He couldn't find the diversity in the books. And it's mm-hmm. just an amazing um, thing about our human, about being human nowadays in the 2023s and everything else that we're starting to see so much more diversity in these books. And I'm just so glad that you're able to add to that, add that voice to it. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it's been an exciting time and it warms my heart to see kids telling me this has encouraged them to read and gotten them excited about reading because I always, my mom would take me to the library once a week and we I always had a book in my hand. So especially with all the distractions the kids have, I'm happy to be able to encourage them to read. Are your kids readers? Did your kids read a lot? My two oldest loved to read growing up and I would get them in the library competitions every summer yeah. where they'd read, win <laughs> yeah. a trophy and we would do that. My little one, he didn't like to read as much as the older two. And now in college, they're they're both into science. So they're more into those type books. It's but not they much time in much. college. Yeah, they don't have the time, but they always love to read for pleasure as kids. Okay. That... My daughter did not until she got to be older. And it was very frustrating as a person who loves books to have those, you know, I'm just glad that it finally hit. Right. That's what I hope for my son, because I would keep books in the car and the other two would be reading and he'd be looking out the window. A daydreamer. Sometimes it hits them later on. I mean, I, I love to read, but I really never started reading as much as I do until after college. And now I read voraciously. So, you know, it just depends on the person, I think. So, and it's harder, I think, in college. They've got a lot going on. Right, right. Sure. Well, um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we move on to our second part of our interview with you? Anything? Um, That's the biggest news I have is that I have my new picture book coming out in 2024. And that's kind of moved me. I'll be kind of moving from the self-published space over to the traditional. So I'm very excited about that new journey. Very, very happy for you. I know that's amazing. Um, Can you give us a hint of the title or is that under wraps? Well, it's about Juneteenth. I'll tell you that. um, And this comes out, probably it'll be, more widely announced by the time this is um, running anyway. So it's about Juneteenth holiday in the history here in Houston. Oh, that's wonderful. Look forward Mm -hmm. to seeing it. All right. Well, we are going to move to another part of our interview called Would You Rather Author Edition. And Debbie is going to lead us off with the questions. Okay. So these are just for fun and you can whatever, however you want to answer it, but elaborate on it. Okay. Would you rather read the book or watch the movie first? Definitely read the book. Most of, nine times out of 10, I like the book better than the movie. Same Agreed. Here. Same here. I, <laughs> yes. I don't even sometimes like to watch the movie, but I am looking forward to the Judy Bloom. Are you right, I can't that? wait to see that. And even like with Harry Potter, I haven't seen all the movies, but I've read all the books. And I was actually more scared watching some of those movies. And, and I like the books better than the movies. Yeah, Understood. <laughs> I, I agree. Okay, would you rather read a hardback, a paperback, or an ebook? That's a good question. I love the physical books. I read all three um, hardback, ebook, and physical or paperback. 
I like any one. I mean, a paperback or hardcover would be my favorite. And maybe paperback because it's lighter so I can carry it in my purse and take it with me. Sounds there you good. go. Just wait till you have to wear reading glasses. Then you're going to oh, switch God. to ebook. <laughs> yeah. I'm the ebook. I've gone over to the dark side. Okay. Oh. Would you rather read a series as they come out or wait until all the books have been published and then binge read it? I like to read it as it comes out because I want to get that next book, but it is frustrating when you're waiting for the next one to come. But I always just get it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, that's me. I'm like on, I have holds on so many books because they haven't mm -hmm. been published yet. And I'm just like, ah, I want the next edition. Would you rather secretly love a book everyone else hates or secretly hate a book everyone else loves? Maybe secretly hate a book. Oh, I don't, that's an interesting way. <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm thinking of, there's a book I'm thinking of that I didn't like and they it got great reviews. Maybe secretly hate a book everyone else loves. <laughs> I'll okay. just keep it quiet. And I, won't, I try to be positive. But I won't say anything negative about it. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm in three book clubs. So there's always going to be a book that people love way more than I do. And it's just so hard. Um, okay. Would you rather be a Cullen or would you rather be Edward or would you rather be Jacob? From um, I'd rather be Jacob. I'm team Jacob. Yay, team yeah. Jacob. I don't know okay. why she liked Edward. I like <laughs> I don't know. The hair. I, I like He's the hair. He's cold. Who wants to hold a cold hand or, or I hug, don't know, right? hug somebody that's cold? <laughs> okay, would you rather read three 300-page books or one really thick 900-page book? One really thick 900-page book. I remember... With Harry Potter, I was just cr almost crying when it was over. I, I just didn't want yeah. it to end. And I hate it when a book I love so much comes to an end. Mm -hmm. I like it if it went on and on. You miss the characters. You miss what's going on in their life. Yeah, 100%. I completely get that. Yes. Okay, All I right. have one more. I have one, one more. more. Silly. It's a silly one. Uh, would you rather zombies or unicorns? Definitely unicorns. I don't <laughs> like horror or scary things. <laughs> I like happy. Who, who would hate <laughs> the zombies, Debbie? <laughs> why? Why? You know, my husband loves zombies. He watches all the zombie but, shows. Okay, and... now that's not what you said. You uh, said, you, would you, would you, which one? <laughs> not which show would I rather watch? Oh, okay, I don't okay. watch. That's true. Yeah. The hey, zombies. Just a question that zombies. I found on the internet. Okay, come on. <laughs> well, we are so thankful for you for taking time out of your schedule to, to sit and talk to us today and uh, make sure that you check out tanyaduncanellis.com. She's got some great um, resources for you guys to be able to find her books. Um, and then as we always say, as we end our program, put down that phone and pick up a book. Thank oh, yeah. you again. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, ladies. Yeah. You're very oh, welcome. Wow.